Welcome to the podcast that explores mysterious disappearances, bizarre worldly occurrences, strange phenomenon, and basically everything that's weird. Welcome to the podcast, Everything That's Weird. We are your hosts. I am Anthony, and this is Brandon. And tonight, we are talking We're searching about... for Bobby Fischer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it so bad. I know, right? Did you play chess? No, uh, did he? Do you? Or did I? No. <laughs> no, I'm terrible I do, at chess. I do. I do. I play, I play chess a lot. I try to teach my kids. Um, my daughter gets it. My son does not. I I I, I don't think I'm my wife capable doesn't of multitasking, and you kind of got to be like the multitasker and thinking way you I'm kind of an you I'm kind of an in the moment, one thought at a time guy. Yeah. But this is not about Bobby Fisher. Yeah, this isn't a it, weirdo. Wait, it is about Bobby Fisher, but it's not about Bobby. Fischer. Yeah. It's, <laughs> This it's is Robert William Fisher. Robert William Fisher. Okay, he's a. Uh, he was. Um, <clears throat> he was born in New York City, and he got married, and he moved um, his family to Arizona. Um, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Arizona. He was uh, he was enlisted in the United States Navy, and he actually tried to become a Navy SEAL, but he didn't. Uh, he wasn't successful, which isn't a huge surprise since it's pretty hard to do. So it's like I think it's like they take in like a thousand, and I think maybe two hundred and fifty make it. Mm-hmm. So, but um, but it kind of gets you the mindset of he was a you know a fit athletic military man um he's an avid outdoorsman a hunter a fisherman um and he was also a firefighter in uh in a california i think he retired after a back injury okay and um he had like constant back pain from that injury i think a lot of people with the tests that kind of made him a cranky person um but uh he also worked as a uh uh, a surgical technician. He was, he was, uh, he did the catheters, and he was also a respiratory uh, uh, doctor or not doctor, respiratory. Uh, what do they? So call it? it's crazy that you just you, helps people breathe. Respiratory therapist. That's what I could. It, think of. It's crazy that you're in charge of cath and breath. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think if you think about it, like not he was only a, will I stick a tube in your D, but yeah, <laughs> this you want to hear right before you're passing out under the drugs. Like, wait, uh, this one goes in his mouth. <laughs> Dude, there's a really funny um, <laughs> in uh, Mike Judge his movie Idiocracy. Yeah, he's like, so that's that's exact references I was using right yeah, there. This one goes in your ear, this one goes in your mouth, this one goes in your butt. And yeah. he does it, and he's like, sorry. Uh, this one goes in your ear, this one goes in your ear. He's like, yeah. god yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. That movie's great. <laughs> it's it's sad that it's coming true. It is, it is. But anyway. But anyway, he's uh, he's married, he has two children. Um, at the time of the incident that we're about to get into, his children were 12 and 10. His daughter was the oldest. Um, he was, uh, married to, uh, Mary who, uh, for all intents and purposes, according to everyone, their marriage was rough. They argued all the time. Like the neighbors always were talking about how they could hear them arguing. Um, what I thought was interesting is a lot of the neighbors said that when they'd hear arguments screaming, they could only hear her screaming and not him, yeah. which kind of lends to that, like, where you're like, 
a psychopath so you don't get unhinged by shit you know what yeah I mean? like you're yeah. always calculating your head like i'm just gonna kill this bitch over i don't know man it just sounds yeah, weird that they, they argue and he doesn't make any noise when they're arguing so uh, but um yeah so they had like tried to go to like marriage counseling and stuff um they had he like uh i don't know they talked to the pastor um at their church but there was like a lot of little things that kept popping up that people <laughs> when you all the weird stories come out after something bad happens you know mm-hmm. when they go to the yeah, family and they ask them what of they and they're, and they're like well one time when we were out hunting elk he killed an elk and then took the blood and was smearing it on his face and it's like now i could imagine being with buddies hunting and one of them doing that and we thinking it's hilarious and him like messing around being like yeah but you know don't you know what i'm saying being goofy and then equally though Equally. Later on, you're like, wait a minute, maybe that was a psychopath. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, if that guy, if that guy's a psychopath, you're like, you know, it's weird. Like, if yeah. he went out yeah. hunting with that, right, right, right. yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he also apparently he shot a a pit bull, and it was like a stray that was in the neighborhood, and he told the police that it attacked his Labrador, and that's why he shot it. But the police believe that he orchestrated the whole encounter just to have a uh, reason to shoot the dog so anyway what had happened was the neighbors reported (laughs) (laughs) this loud argument coming from inside the Fisher home at around 10 o'clock on April 9th of 2001 Um, the next day which would have been around the same time, around uh, 10 o'clock, I think it was 10.43, the house exploded. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the neighbors call the police and and they come in and the firefighters come there. And when the firefighters get there, the, the neighbors were actually using their own garden hoses to like put out the fire. They were trying to like contain it so it didn't get to their house. So they put out the fire. They had to fight it for a while because um, a couple more explosions actually went off while they were fighting it. They think they were either ammunition or uh, paint. And once they get the fire put out, they find three bodies inside. And the three bodies are of uh, Mary, his wife, and his two children. Good. And his son and daughter. And, and they're like one, 12 and 10, right? 12 and 10. And his two children had their necks sliced from ear to ear. They were, they, they, somebody took a knife to him and they, the forensic files showed that the knife had gotten buried all the way back to the spinal cord. He nearly decap, whoever did it, nearly decapitated both children. And Mary was shot in the back of the head. And this is because they're saying, and this is just the police, they're saying that there was the threat of divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get to that. Good. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm just saying, they, he's, um, that's what the, they, they're eventually, eventually that they, they get to is that Mary, because Mary had told several people that she had wanted to divorce him. And even the neighbors that said they heard screaming heard her say, We should just get divorced several times while they were God damn it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't look good for him. No. And no, it doesn't. And the fact that he's not dead in there also doesn't look good for him. So he's missing. And he disappears the thing was is that at about uh 10:43 he was spotted on a uh, a camera withdrawing $280 and you can see his wife's Toyota 4Runner in the background so he was driving her car 
and they think the murders took place the police theorize the murders took place around between 9 30 and 10 15. Mm-hmm. so because they had actually questioned whether maybe he had gone to the atm then he came back to the house and killed him but they they maintained that no the timeline of death was in between 9 30 and 10 15. so they would have already been dead when he showed up on camera so he uh later on the police as they're as they're searching they start searching for him because he became their like one and only suspect they had nobody else to look at besides him because it didn't really make sense that it would be anybody else besides him um so when they're going through the fire right they have uh they find out that one of the gas lines in the back of the furnace had been pulled out and there was a candle that had been left burning supposedly by allegedly by uh robert fisher as a like a timed explosive Mm -hmm. so when the gas would build up right it would ignite the candle would ignite it and they said that that would probably it would have gave him around a 10 hour head start to get gone before so that's that's a that's about what it was. But why it was would like they, they think, okay, yeah, all right, we'll just, we'll get yeah, they think they killed him. He set the place to blow and he got out of there and it was the it took that long for the ignition to happen or whatever. Okay. All right. So he disappears. They a while later they find hit the uh Mary's forerunner abandoned um in the car is the Oakland Raiders baseball hat he has on in the ATM video is sitting in that car and the dog, family dog, is outside the car. And they also okay. said that there was human shit yeah, outside I the saw passenger that. door. Right. Yeah, right? So I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if they ever tested that to see if it was him or what. But yeah, there's definitely poop. Right outside the door. Yeah. yeah. So where where the place was where the forerunner was found was in Tonto National Forest um, in Young, Arizona. It's about a hundred miles north of Scottsdale, um, and it's also really close to the uh, Fort Apache Indian Reservation. It's uh less than a mile, I believe. They said from there. So when you're talking about the Apache Indian Reservation, that is um, that that it takes you into a different precedent because they can't police can't just wander on. Yeah, it, we, we've talked about this in other cases. Like mm-hmm. um, they're sovereign nations. Yep. Yeah. All right. God. Yeah, certainly ain't gonna walk on there armed. You no, know? <laughs> you're you're not allowed to just like you know and say, hey, we're looking for this. It's yeah. a sovereign nation. You have a whole other set of um, like bureaucracy that you have to go through to get to do whatever you want to do. God, right? And then, and now there's been like several, you know, little um, tips and stuff, but not a lot. They didn't, there's not a lot of the I seen him here or I saw him there. There's only been a couple cases where people thought they saw him. And they both, and they all got kind of debunked. Um, there was like a guy in Vancouver, Canada that got arrested that looked just like him. He was missing a tooth right where he had a gold bicuspid, but his fingerprints didn't match. And later on, a, a family member identified him. Um, there was a few things like that, like a farmer that had reported seeing somebody that was asking for money walking on his property. And it but turns out... But as for like right now... Yeah. He's been put on... The FBI's most wanted list, right? Well, he was on the FBI's most wanted list for a long time, very long time, <laughs> and he had just gotten pulled off of it in November of 2021. Right. They took him down and replaced him with a uh, Honduran drug lord. Um, but he uh, he was on there for you know 20 years, and 
they always say that the intention of the FBI's most wanted list is because it gets so much attention that they put it up there hoping it'll it'll spark the public to keep the the image of that person fresh in their brains so they but a little uh, a little uh, cross contamination um, this is in 2001 right yeah so it's kind of svia-esque yeah where the and this yeah. is like i'm not just making that up honestly that was like a lot of my research what i saw was that well it got buried yeah yeah you could see how that would work out because the fbi would be stupid busy like this so, is kind of like yeah. not important and i hate to say that yeah. So, so the um, there's you know, okay. and then he's uh, <laughs> just like you said, the September 11th attacks. Um, they took place after the the murder, and it was kind of like that convenient timing for him. But um, out there in the woods, there is too the bunch of caves and cave systems that never really got searched. So um, they did a recent like documentary on on this case where they actually went into those caves and they're they're really vast and quite large. And they went looking around to see if you know if it was possible for somebody to do hide out in those caves and stuff like that because they did a pretty extensive search but they they did admit that there was like certain things they didn't do like check the indian reservation or um explore most of those caves okay so here's where we're at uh this guy robert fisher Mm -hmm. who but for all intents and purposes is um, sort of a, an ex-military guy yeah, having exactly. trouble with his wife mm-hmm. he it appears as if he killed everybody in his family and then blew his house up yeah it looks and a the lot problem like is the problem is um, post-mortem it doesn't look like that at all it looks like he killed everybody and then blew his house up to cover it up yeah and then there's no sign of him. And there's basically all these places he could be. Some people think he went to Mexico. Some people right. think that he died in the explosion. Um, and then some people think he's still kind of like out there. Actually, the FBI thinks he's still kind of out there. Because yeah. he was on the FBI's most wanted yeah, for 20 years. For 20 years. Okay, that's where we're at. All right, let's get into uh, some facts. All right. All right, so shit. All right. <laughs> okay, the cave system. Here's yeah. my problem with killing yourself in a cave system. Why? Right. Because you can get lost in, especially at this time, you can get lost in Mexico. Um, granted, if you, if you're listening to this, uh, definitely Google his name. Um, cause he's the, he's the whitest guy you've ever seen in your life. He's Mayflower Wonder Bread White. He is white 
He's whitey. He is every stereotype of a white person, like a black comedian, being like, "Uh huh, yes, I would like to uh, challenge this." Right? He is like he has the most white demeanor of anybody that we've ever talked about. Yeah, and and here's why that's important. It's not racist. It's just that, okay, fine. He's in Arizona and he goes to Mexico. Yeah. He's a sore thumb, right? Yeah, he sticks out. He has to stick out like a th- sore thumb. So oh, like, he's he's up. Uh, he was every bit of six foot tall in one ninety. That's the other thing. Like, <laughs> so when I was in Ecuador, um, yeah, man, I'm only six one. I'm not. I'm not giant. I'm playing basketball. I'm not you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am six one, and I was by far the biggest dude there. Yeah. And when we went like into the city, um, <laughs> we had somebody that was from Ecuador with us, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, stay with me. Keep the girls next to us." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and and look around. Because, like, people are looking to fuck with us. And I did, I did, I did exactly what he told me. And I just kind of kept my head on a swivel and whatever. And it's not relaxing, dude. Like, there are guys that were, like, either sizing me up or, like, looking at me like, he's got money. Mm-hmm. He's white. He's So, like, if he did escape to Mexico, he's got like a difficult task. Yeah. Yeah, to stay hidden. I mean, you see it in the movies where like the white guy goes to Mexico, he's like living on the beach wearing a straw hat and shit, and they, they find him after years. <laughs> and he's, you know, the old retired fucking diehard type guys that they go and recruit to go and do one last mission and they got to find him in some remote jungle place they always do in the movies and they're just doing fine and I'm always like dude you can't just take a white dude throw him in a poor country like that and, and expect him not, to not have been noticed you know okay so I will say this on the flip side it's equally um difficult to say that he didn't die right there yeah, well, I mean, I know, even if, I know that, like, they say that, like, there's their throats are slit and all that shit, but it, apparently, this is a big explosion. Yeah, and it like, was a big explosion. That's for sure. It was, it was set up to be a big explosion. So maybe he died on the spot. However, then there is the ATM footage the next day. Right, a, a day later, it appears to be him. No, it's uh, from when they thought think they were killed to where he was at the ATM. I believe it was just like uh, oh, it's not the next night. Difference. It's that later that night. No, the somebody had heard them fighting the night before. Oh, so how it was, was sti- the, well, okay, how it was stated ATM? was that the 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 neighbors had reported hearing a loud argument coming from inside the Fisher home at 10 p.m. on April 9, 2001, approximately 10 hours before it exploded into flames. Okay. All right. Police All right. theorized so, that the murders took place around 9.30 to 10.15. At 10.43, Fisher was spotted on the ATM camera. And he got 280 out. That's a weird number. Well, what do you think? We can only get 300. Well, I'm um, curious about that. Was that a was that an ATM well, that's limit, a, a card yeah, restriction? 2000, or... In 2001, in 2001, you, could, you, you weren't allowed to get 500. They just allowed 500 not too long ago. Hmm. So 500 is out of the question. Um, 400 was kind of a standard, but if you already did some during the day, like 120, <laughs> then. Yeah, 280 makes 400. <laughs> All right. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you did a hundred and then there's a fee, you can only get two eighty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess okay. so. So for the time, I don't think that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, it makes more sense. But 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 um could he have very easily been blown up? I don't know, though. I mean, you'd think that they would find something, some remains. Something. I don't know, man. Like, I was just, so I'm on Reddit a lot. Yeah. And I just saw um, a contractor hit a gas line. It's called Crazy Fucking Videos. If you do Reddit, it's, <laughs> I highly recommend Reddit. Reddit's awesome. Reddit's awesome because it's all the benefits of social media with none of the negatives. Like, you don't have to talk to anybody. Right. You don't have to... You don't have to have friends or any of that bullshit. Um, but... But... <laughs> <laughs> all the crazy posts that you see on social media... Most of them come from Reddit. So... Right. I have... I have subscribed to this one called Crazy Fucking Videos. And it was a contractor hit a gas line... And dude, he had a gas line, and the fucking roof blew off the fucking house. Yeah. So, I don't know about this, but, you know, in the right place, um, I don't know how they know what's left, <laughs> what's left if, you, if it blows up. Right. I don't think that's what happened, but I'm just saying that's a possibility. Right. He now that would be and that would be stating that there was somebody that did this to the family, killed them, stole his wife's car, drove it out to the middle of nowhere, abandoned it with their dog. Right. That's that's what would that that would take because right. somehow somebody got. And the other thing is, is he was, the ATM footage shows him wearing a hat that they found in her vehicle when they found the abandoned vehicle. Now, it doesn't mean it was that hat, but it's the exact same hat. Okay. But, like I said, it could be ran, you know, lots of people have those hats, but um, that'd be a pretty odd coincidence that he's wearing a hat with her vehicle in the background and he went home and died and then somebody stole his hat, car, and dog and took off. (laughs) Because they'd have to take the dump and then when they got done they took a big dump on the side of the road. (laughs) So before we validate what I just said, said, the FBI <laughs> yeah. Uh they're pretty good at what they do. <laughs> yeah. They're like none of that happened. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so the FBI is like um he's not on our most wanted list. Yeah. He killed they, his family and that's where we're at. So Yeah, and they got some they got some like I said, they got some tips, came in. But none of them panned out. Um, they also they also don't have any further right. They're like he he may have camped here, he may have camped there, but like they have no furthering data. They even raided a house in Colorado once because they got a tip that he was living hiding in that house. And they arrested the two occupants, but neither one of them were him, and they didn't find any signs of him. <clears throat> they even did some uh, age progression photos mm-hmm. and altered a few photos, like gave him facial hair and you know beards and mustaches and shit like that too. But um, and I think he could have like been living in the woods and like. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. For all they, we're, for everything we're saying, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We're not really contradicting the FBI, which is crazy. <laughs> they're kind of like, they're kind of like, okay, fine. Um, there was this explosion and everybody died, and he killed everybody. Mm-hmm. But he lived in the he lived in the woods, right. and there's really no explanation of why he lived in the woods. And you're right, there was like. Yeah, you know, her car, the 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 hat with the excrement. Um, yeah. But like, hey, but it kind of gets buried under September 11th. Okay, and now the FBI did say that there were tracks that they saw human footprints leading into the reservation, but they never, um, never uncovered any sign of him. Um, they, they, there was like a couple things like right away, like they, those footprints they saw going into the reservation, but they, they couldn't find any sign of for that. And then there was, um, a couple reported seeing a man that was like Fisher's age walking along nearby the, um, road several days before the car was discovered. Um, they, they said to themselves, Hey, that looks like Robert Fisher. Um, but I don't think anything ever came of it. They never, okay. They never. So I do know because I've been out west that when you go into reservation, they are a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. So it's like going into Canada or Mexico or Puerto Rico, like they are their own nation. Yeah. And yes, they are part of the United States. However, you get in there and there's a whole other set of rules for extradition and things like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they, they do their courts different, everything. All right, well, let's see what we think. Okay, well, all right. You want me to go first? Yeah. He's still at large. Yeah. You you could be, all right, so Arizona is obviously really close to Mexico. Um, at the time, no passport needed. I don't even know if you still need a passport. However, every 4th of July, we used to go to Tijuana. Yeah. So, Tijuana was, it's a border town, it's fun, Um, but in Arizona, the same thing. They have the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He is very white. He is so white that he is not noticed. Like, there is nothing about him that is, like, noticeable. He, and even in his, like, altered photographs from the FBI. Yeah. He could be (laughs) seven different people. Yeah, he kind of looks like, it's like, yeah, you could look like that. Yeah, I guess you could look like that. Yeah. So if you get into Mexico and you get deep into Mexico and you're good at what you do, whatever it is, um, that's held in a high regard. So 
I could see him finding his way into a trade where he makes a decent amount of money and it's just kept under the radar. Whether it's like body shop or like um, even even like more nefarious where it's like the cartel like found him and they're like he's a huge asset you know um the only other thing that makes sense is that he blew his whole family up with him in it to me to me that those are the two things either he's on the run and he's been on the run and he's on the run, and because of his skills, he's able to stay on the run. Or he actually blew himself up, and he was at the center of it, and it blew him up so much that they couldn't find him. As far as like what happened after, I don't know. Except. A lot of new things. He just moved to Mexico and became a new person. So I think he's alive. I think he's still alive. I think he became a new person. And um, yeah, they try to find him, but they don't get a lot of they don't get a lot of uh, you know cooperation from Mexico. Yeah. So that's it, huh? That's what he's I down in, He's down in Mexico living his best life? Yeah. Yeah, because it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Why are they looking for him? Nobody's looking for him. They're waiting for him to turn up. Type of yeah. Thing. Yep. And I really don't think he blew himself up because they would have found something that belonged to him. Like his shoes or whatever. Right. And he he didn't he didn't get out like on a plane. Um Yeah, I mean, you can get lost in Mexico. And I know it's crazy to say like twenty years. Yeah. And on top of it, they're not big on extraditing you here. You know, they're not right. trying to bring you back here. So, yeah, man, I think he's still there. I think he's still there, and he's in a place. Um, and the way he looks, he has several different looks that can make him like several different people. So, yeah, I think he's still there. Hmm. What do you think? Um. I think I think he is still alive. I do think he, he killed his entire family and then blew up his house. I think he had all the capabilities of being able to do something like that. You know, he's ex-military. Um, mm-hmm. He he's also uh, they said he's an avid outdoorsman and like survivalist. So mm-hmm. he's going to be able to take care of himself in the wilderness. And what I think he did was. Uh, he got himself a little pocket cash to carry around and he went and drove up into that wilderness and he probably had like a supply cash set up you know Mm -hmm. he might have done it days earlier or something like that had something set up in the cave and he went up in one of those big cave systems gets himself lost because they said they're they're in that area they're all over and some of them are massive um they sprawl and spread out you could set up shop for years, right? Yeah, so he could go up there and he could sit and wait until the heat died down because they're obviously right away. It's like the first thing that happens. Everybody thinks, I got to get out of here. I got to run as quick as I can. But the first thing they're going to do is check all the bus stops, the trains, the airports, all that and stuff. And he is like, he is like the most average white guy. Mm-hmm. Like, just like looking at his pictures, he could be. He really could be like 30 different people. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's too hard for him to blend in, like you said. And I think 
though, that what he would do is he would sit and, and hide out until the search parties died down, the heat died off of him. He'd live there as long as he could. Um, and, and then eventually I think if, if, even if he wanted to, he could sneak right onto that reservation mm-hmm. and, and he could live in that reservation that, that level the reservation is, uh, the population's like a little over 12 and a half thousand people mm-hmm. or a little under 12 and a half thousand people, I think, um, at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's 1.6 million acres right so and and if you if you look at it from like Google Earth and stuff it is vast Arizona you know that just scrub brush, the, right. it, it, well it's just like there is nothing out there I mean there's nothing for miles it's just nothing but that Arizona plains and you know, scrub brush desert for miles and miles and miles and miles. And in those caves is plenty of fresh water. There's oh, wild sure. game. There's streams everywhere to fish in. I think he's enough of a survivalist that that's the approach. If I was a survivalist, you know, if I was a, you know, if I was in his shoes, I think that's what I would do is I'd go and find a spot that I could lay low. And he probably, who knows how far he hiked, you know, once he abandoned the car. He could have just hiked forever. My and, only uh, thing is, why... And I think maybe he I thought about taking that dog with him at first and then thought better of it when he got there. Why kill everybody? Okay, so... Because, you know okay, his, fine, we know fine he's, with all that. That means you're very logical about, like how you can handle everything but then why why kill everybody and then you know there's no uh, I don't know there's no like end you know there's no like but you now, know from way I heard it like maybe his son had a little too much glee club in him I don't know really, I really, maybe, maybe I don't know. It was like one of those things where he was like, his son wasn't interested in anything like sports or anything like that. And it was just like, you know, not necessarily saying that, that that's what's going I on. Love my my, my son, son, my youngest is not interested in sports at all, but he's, but he's got like, he's like, you know, the, uh, but like, the, the smart kid, you know what I mean? He's the, he's the nerd. But he's, uh, I know what you're yeah, he's 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 like uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. He's just he's not into all the sports and stuff. So, but I think that pissed him off, and I, I just I don't like everything you hear from him. He was just like disappointed with his family, and he was angry all the time. And he treated them like shit. Like he was when they were young, he was teaching them to swim. He just threw them in the water, you know. Yeah, which is like, like I you know I know that mentality, but still when when it's it's one thing when it's like you're a good father and you do that <laughs> it's another one when you're an asshole all the time and you do that yeah my dad was hardcore but he he, he didn't do that he right my dad did shit side. that i'm like right my dad was cringe hard, my about dad was <laughs> exactly but my dad but, had a side. yeah i was like i never felt like i was being abused so me yeah. yeah um huh but but so and there's there's a lot of talk about the theory saying that um, his parents got divorced when he was young and it like super affected him. Like so that's a life. big deal. And he said that they said that he used to talk about it. Like coworkers said, yeah, he had mentioned about how bad it affected him and that his life would be so much different if his mom hadn't left him. Mm-hmm. And. So I think maybe he wanted to get rid of his wife because she was going to divorce him and take everything, blah, blah, blah. I think he wanted to get rid of his wife and that he did not want to put his kids through what he went through. I think he thought his life was, was ruined. Hmm. 
And for all I know, it's he did that no, to that's them. Actually, then, that's actually super logical. Yeah, so he might have walked off and shit, shit, the weight of it might have caused him to leap off a cliff inside one of those caves. He might be down in the bottom of a chasm so like, somewhere. Um, on Reddit, <laughs> whatever, um, this guy was saying the same thing. He's saying the majority... He was like a professor. And he was like, the majority of the philosophers that question morality and religion um, come from where the dad is unstable. Hmm. And like either the dad left, they divorced or whatever. Right? Right. Freud, like all, all the major people in philosophy and the psychology um the dad left or there's there's the absence of a patriarchy mm-hmm. and like well you just said like your dad was hardcore and but he still had compassion and same with my dad my dad was hardcore dude but as a marine right <laughs> yeah like he had no problem telling you you're stupid but at the same time, <laughs> he was loving dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't get that feeling with this guy. <laughs> nope. No, I don't all. think it was all warm and fuzzy at all. Uh, like, no, I don't think there was any warm and fuzzy. Not like. Yeah, I think uh, they talk about it like every time that it's brought up about his like you know they're asking neighbors and they're asking friends and family and they just talk about how. Uh, how shitty he was of a person. He was like mean to him all the time. He was really disciplinarian and and I don't know, just shitty all around. He acted like he. Uh, all right. So final thoughts. Shit. Final thoughts. I think. I think. I think. Uh, I think he got away. I think he did it. I think he got away. Whether he's still alive or not, I'm not sure. It's very possible for me to see him like thinking he was going to do this whole plan and get away with it and then get out in that cave and be like, I just can't live with what I did and jump into the hole. But, uh, which, cause there's plenty of places that he could off himself in that cave and nobody would find him. Um, that there's cave systems, I should say. Um, there, there's a possibility that he snuck onto the Indian reservation and did the same thing, just hit out there. Um, for all we know, people on the reservation could be hiding him. You know, who knows? Because um, they're they're kind of like you know, fuck the U.S. government anyway, for the most part. They're like, we're not gonna help you with that. All right, so he's still alive. You think he's? I think he did it. Alive. I think he's alive. I think he got away with it. And I I don't necessarily think he even had to go out of the country. I think, like you said, he's he's so ordinary looking that he could probably just disappear in a small town working for cash. Like one of the officers, I believe, said that he could be like a handyman in some town because he had several skills. You know what I mean? I tend to agree with you. I think um, I think he got lost in Mexico, and if mm. not Mexico, South America or Central America or. Whatever. Which would have been way I, easier at that time because, like we said, 9 11 was right around the corner, but it hadn't happened yet. So, while he was on the run in the beginning, it was lackadaisical compared to what it became after 9 11. And we, we've talked about border security and planes and stuff. Yeah. We've talked about Ecuador a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Ecuador, Colombia, Venezuela. Um, those countries. Zero extradition. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go there. You're. They don't know this. They don't know who you are. You could very easily run a hotel. Um. You know, run a tourist. Um, yeah. Charter. You could very. Mm-hmm. You could do a bunch of jobs that pay good money. And no one would ever know who or why you're there. Yeah. And they wouldn't care. They would probably wouldn't ask anyway. They, wouldn't they, they would have no idea. 
they would have no idea why to even ask. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if you ever caught like the slightest like yeah. inkling that somebody knew, you just bail. Yeah, there's there's plenty of places to hide down there. You just ask the Germans. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like all the, all the Nazis hid shit. there. But like but like okay, Ecuador they have our money, but they don't like us. <laughs> Colombia has their own money. They really don't like us. And Venezuela hates us. Yeah. Right? So, like, you're in an area... So, like, okay, even if you're not in Mexico, which, honestly, Mexico doesn't like us. Like, <laughs> Mexico's not on board. They're not. They <laughs> well, Mexico it. is like... It's funny because I got I'm like you know working around Mexicans and stuff like that here, time to time, and and it, it's funny because they make fun of fucking Hondurans all the time. Oh, totally, dude. They shit on Hondurans all the time. I'm like, damn, you guys but, are rough with the Hondurans, man. And Guatemala. But they're like, you know, like Mexicans have their own way of doing stuff. It's like mm-hmm. their own mafia, but it's like a very innocent mafia. They're like, I mean, yeah, you need a permit, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do their own thing. <laughs> so I think he's still on the run. Yeah, me too. And it wouldn't, it would, like we said, it's not, wouldn't be hard for him to slip into Mexico if he wanted to. I don't even honestly believe that he would need to. He's, he's in a perfect state to hide in. I agree. Arizona's a easy state to get lost in. All right, so I think we were, we're decided. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still in the he's still out there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right well then. <laughs> <Hide your> wife. <laughs> All right, well I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. And this is everything. So- For show notes and merchandise, go to www.everythingthatsweird.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to like, subscribe, and review anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. See you next time.